Hi everyone and welcome to our episode 84, where we will talk about how Roche monitors real-time shipment and temperature control in clinical supply. To answer this question, I'm honored to have a special guest on the show today. Let's welcome Gira Brakait, Product Manager for Clinical and API Supply Chain from Roche. Hi Gidra, how are you doing today? Hello Markus, good to see you. I'm well and excited to take part in this podcast. Thanks for being here and let's start right into the subject. Gidra, what does monitoring real-time shipments and temperature control in clinical supply mean? How can our audience envision the processes and what are the legal requirements? Let me answer this question in two parts, the why and the what. So first, monitoring temperature during transportation in the clinical supply is the same process as in a lot of other industries. In a nutshell, we must ensure that our products are exposed to the temperatures inside of the allowed range. That is, ambient products should not be frozen or heated and cool chain products must maintain their low temperatures. However, there are several additional aspects that we must consider in the clinical supply. First is pharma industry is highly regulated, so we must ensure that our clinical products reach the patients in the intended state and safety. Second, uh, clinical products have relatively uh, short shelf life as these are new medications and they are not yet approved and often the stability studies are still ongoing. Third, any potential deviation in terms of temperature is a reason to discard the product. This of course minimizes the risk for the patients and at the same time is costly for the company. Lastly, clinical shipments are usually going directly to the hospitals. So let's say the difference is that if in a regular supply chain, a wholesaler or other professional storage facility is usually equipped to keep the required conditions end to end, public institutions like hospitals might have a variation in handling the products. And knowing these conditions that they are exposed to there is especially important. So now the second part, what do we do about it? Before the implementation of the smart sensors in Roche clinical supply, we relied on the traditional temperature monitoring, either time-based where the product should arrive within defined number of hours, or we had USB loggers with the local storage. Given the reasons I mentioned in the first part, it was not enough, the old methods. And last year we went live with the implementation of smart sensors. So how does the process look like? In the first step, in the warehouse, delivery is being picked, packed, and paired with a small physical device, which we call a smart logger. And this device is put into a shipping box. As a second step, they are also printing special pairing sheet about the information, what logger is inside of that box, and also a QR code that I will come back to later. Then our ERP is triggering the interface to the cloud application where we send the very high delivery data source, destination addresses. Then we ship this box. And then as the last step, the deliverer arrives at the hospital. The medical worker is taking the 
pairing sheet scans the QR barcode and this link is then providing the temperature report and the person in the hospital can download it and file it, which is a regulatory requirement. So to wrap up the first question, with this process, Rosh and clinical investigation sites have the temperature information for the whole duration of the shipment as compared to the previous methods. And this ensures that our shipments are handled in required conditions, not only during transportation, but also at the receiver site, which consequently is also safe medications to the patients. Maybe we go more into the implementation. And if I would be another SAP customer operating in clinical supply, and I would call you up and ask you, so tell me a little bit more about the software and hardware I would need to implement your solution. What would you tell me? So the basic kit for real-time temperature monitoring during shipping consists of two parts. First, you need the smart device that collects the temperature data and sends the real-time to the cloud application. And second, you need the cloud-based software to collect this data with the front-end to report it. However, the real benefit comes if you integrate this process into your supply chain and especially the quality decision-making software. For that, you would need three additional elements. First, integrations between the company's ERP and cloud vendor systems. Second, logger report repository, that is a database to store the temperature reports about each shipment. In our case, it can be accessed by Roche as well as by the hospitals via QR code. And the last useful tool is a Power BI for reporting and data visualization. You mentioned that you're using a cloud-based supply chain monitoring uh, tool or solution, even a cold chain as a service solution. Often I hear that cloud is not suitable in regulated environments. Um, were there concerns before the project started? Maybe you can elaborate a little bit on that. You're absolutely right, Marcus. Data safety was a key topic in our project. So generally, data is especially sensitive in clinical studies, as some studies have blinded setup. That is, some drugs are pills with active pharmaceutical ingredients and some are placebos. It is called double-blinded because neither patient nor hospital must know which is which. Therefore, any unblinded information related to materials, batches, is absolutely to be avoided, to be leaked or sent to other systems, especially cloud systems. In our case, we built, we got creative for the architecture and we used it to allow to send only the basic data to the cloud about the delivery header, so to say, so that we have the relationship between delivery and logger but do not send the sensitive information on materials and batches. In case of temperature deviation, our middleware is receiving the data from the cloud and then is proactively pulling the required detailed information from the ERP. And then it collects this data into one pack and is forwarding to our quality decision-making system. In this way, we're keeping the confidential information within the Roche network. Very good, Gidra. If you look back on the whole project, 
what were the biggest lessons learned and what would you pay attention to while implementing today or if you would have to do it again? I would like maybe to mention three takeaways. First is the close collaboration with your cloud device supplier. In our project, uh, the devices got a new software upgrade while when the system was already live. And it took agile problem solving and real-time communication between Roche and the device supplier to make it seamless for the supply chain. The second point is be creative in your architecture. As I mentioned before, uh, for data security reasons, we needed to find a solution to send only the generic data to the cloud, keeping the sensitive data inside. And we used the middleware for that. The last point, it's important to have a team in place that customers can contact in case of any issues with device or reports. It is especially important in the beginning when the sites are learning how to use the loggers and needs fast and easily accessible support. I would say not only reduces the errors, but also has this effect of building trust with the customers. I know you're a very creative person and cool to see that you're um, so creative at Roche. And uh, was there really a surprise, like a personal surprise for you as well? Yeah, what surprised me personally is that the power of habit should not be underestimated. <laughs> the process with the smart loggers was greatly simplified in comparison with the old process. So the receiving site has only to scan the QR code and gets directly forwarded to temperature report. That easy. However, I was surprised that some customers have explicitly preferred the old and more time-consuming process where you would attach the device to the USB, download, print, and so on. <laughs> Old habits should never be underestimated, right, Gidra? <laughs> in private life and in business, right. I, I completely agree. Can you or are you allowed to talk about the return of investment after implementing your solution or operational improvements? I would say that the biggest improvements were in increased supply chain transparency and quality assurance. So for the absolute majority of shipments, luckily we have no temperature excursions. And with the data available now from the smart sensors, we could automate the quality release of these transports, which highly reduced effort for the quality department. And for the deliveries that did have an excursion, we were able to see not only that temperature excursion happened, but also where it happened, as the device records also geolocation. And this allowed us to identify parts of the supply chain where the temperature excursions happen and address them with the transport providers or even sites, meaning hospitals, for example, in proper storage at the receiving end. So what's up with the future? Let's talk about the future. Are there any plans or further plans to enhance your cold chain processes? Absolutely, we do have plans for the future. So the biggest plan is we are moving the solution to S4HANA within next year. We also plan to expand the network where we use the smart sensors in, in geographical terms to use it in more countries, more depots. 
And the last one is that we plan to connect more quality relevant systems that store, for example, data about product stability and enhance the data quality for the monitoring reasons. This sounds great. I see a great future for you and for Roche. <laughs> and I'm happy you decided for SAP S4HANA. <laughs> Yeah, I think, um, Gide, we, we could talk forever. Um, but I think um, for time reasons, I think this is a good point maybe to stop this episode on. Hopefully, you will be a future guest on the show as well, uh, talking about your SAP S4HANA implementation. Um, thank you so much um, for sharing your knowledge today, Gide. Thank you, Marcus, for having me. It was a real pleasure listening to you. So I hope you liked this episode as much as I did. Um, as always, feel free to drop us an email via insightS4 at sap.com and let us know which topics are of your interest. Tune in next time and be inside SAP S4HANA. <laughs>